Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. Well, welcome to this week's podcast of Secure the Insecure. Thank you for coming to join me. Oh, what a week it's been with lockdown again starting. I thought we were kind of over it. Now, it's the most important thing that we think about our mental health. It's so, so important that we really question every action we take and how do we get through it because we're in this for the long run. Now, last week I met the most amazing person, Nicola Novak. She is incredible. She gave me some Reiki. She lined all my chakras up, my spirits up, ready for my birthday, which I celebrated this week. And I feel really good. And I'm feeling very grateful. And I'm doing a lot of gratitude. And I've made a lot of changes recently. For example, I now eat at my table. I uh, have my afternoon nap on my sofa and I sleep in my bed, which is made at night only. I don't work in my bed. I don't eat on sofa. I keep everything separate. I'm grateful. I go on a walk every day. I do 20,000 steps. And every day I notice something different on my walk about a house. It might be a bit of building work. It might be something on the floor. I always try and notice something different. I'm making these changes and I want to know what changes you're making because we're in this for the long run and we really need to make sure we are mentally sane. We need to make sure also that we're saying it's okay to not be okay. And if you're having a bad day, be open about it. Let's talk through it. It's so important that we communicate. That is your key word, communication. Now on this week's show, I'm delighted to be joined by a very special guest. My guest this week, you will know her as one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Cheshire, but she's got a story to tell. She's an interior designer, the owner of Sculpt, the owner of a marketing brand, a reality star, a mother. Is there anything she can't do? I'm delighted to sell Insecure Insecure this week. It's the beautiful, my dear friend, Miss Dawn Ward. Hello, Dawn. Hi, Johnny. Okay. I'm all right, darling. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. There is something I can't do. I'm the worst dancer in the world. (laughs) And I know that. I'm a testament to that. But I quite like it. You're more of a, like, push your arms up in the air, like you just don't care style. Yeah, I'm I'm a trier. I'm a trier. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't harm a trial. Now, Dawn, I've known you for many years, and yeah. I've known you since you've been on the reality TV world on the Real House of the Cheshire. So, I thought what we'll do today is go back to the beginning and actually get to how you ended up 
being on TV. So where does your story begin for you? I was approached by different TV companies for different ideas over the years. And to be honest, TV never really interested me. And then I would see different production companies, different ideas, just to be polite. And I was I got a call when I was away on holiday with the family about this idea of housewives. And I thought, oh, right, well, I'll just see them and be polite. Totally forgot about the telephone call. Came back from America. Um, the next morning, my housekeeper woke me up and said, there's a production company here to see you. I was jet-lagged. I came down the stairs looking like Derek, forgetting that I'd agreed to see them. But I thought, right, I'll be polite. And a couple of reasons why it really suited me. One, a really good friend of mine, Darren Little, who's been on the show from the beginning, has been my friend for 20 years. And he said to me, you know, listen to what they've got to say. So I think it's really good for you. Uh, so that was a big plus point for me because I knew somebody on the show at the time. But more importantly, Darby and Taylor were of an age. I can't remember exactly how old they were. Uh, but where if I was ever going to give them a platform, it would be now. So I sat down with my family. I thought, you know, I've got a lovely family. I'm very proud of them. We have a nice life. And if we're ever going to do it, now's the time. And here I am, 12 seasons on. Amazing. Now, Darren, listen, for those who don't know, as well as being your friend for 20 years, he was the genius behind Hollyoaks in the City. He was an archivist at Coronation Street in the mid-90s. So he is that writer on EastEnders. If you watch it now and there's an episode where there's loads of links to the past, that's Darren's writing. And away from that, he produced Made in Chelsea. He produced Towie. He produced uh, Real House of Cheshire. So he chooses those people that have got really good backstories. He loves knowing the ins and outs. And obviously, your family is so important to you. But let's go even further back from Cheshire. What was your childhood like? dawn um yeah so i'm an only child i have the best parents in the world i had a really nice childhood i was born in salford uh eventually moved to bolton and went to senior school in bolton uh i had an amazing childhood my i've got the best parents in the world and i often say if i can be half the parent that my parents have been to me i'm really lucky you know my mum and dad would always let me have friends stay over at the weekend, I loved school holidays. I had lots of friends playing on the street, playing Kirby. And then when I was like 12, my mum and dad bought me a pony. So I spent most of my childhood at the stables looking after my pony. But yeah, I've had a great childhood. I had a faculty job at a roller skating rink in Bolton. I, I was so excited when I got the job. I used to serve the sweets on the uh, roller skating rink. I had a really nice childhood, like I said. And then you ended up doing a thousand things. What was the first passion for you? Was it the interior design? Was it the marketing? Was it looking no, after it yourself? No, it wasn't actually. When I was 12, I got a Saturday job in a fruit and veg stall in Partington because I wanted to save up and buy my parents a Christmas present. So that was my first job. Then I left school at 14, which I'm not proud of. I'm quite strict on my children's education. I went straight into work. I worked in an office for a number of years then. Uh, I started modelling at 16. I always wanted to be an actress, actually. Um, and then from the modelling, I met my husband uh, while I was doing modelling. I went to him when I was 17. And my first sort of business was, I bought a nursing home, actually. I bought a nursing home because my friend had one. She made loads of money. I thought, well, I can do that. Uh, I sold my business in 2002. In the meantime, while I had the nursing home, I bought a pair of trousers from a shop in Wormslow, went, had them altered, went to collect them. When I went back, the shop was closed. I was thinking, well, where's my trousers? Went over the road to another shop they owned, got speaking to the owner. She said, yeah, the trousers are here. 
basically came out of there and bought a shop. So I had a shop called Apparel for five years in Wilmslow. And the landlord of the shop at the time was in property. I thought to myself, I want to get into property. So I got chatting to him and we started a business back in 2004, I think, or three. And I uh, started off doing property, building houses. And that's what brought me on to interiors. So I'm actually not a trained interior designer. I'm self-taught. I've done it for 20 years. And I'm happy to say I've just finished the most, well, me and my team, not just me. I've got an amazing team. At risk, I've just finished the most expensive house in the country. And we're up for five international awards. Wow. Was there a burger and Botox party a la Selling Sunsets then when you were trying to sell that house? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I then got on the show. And I was approached by a company to endorse a non-surgical facelift. I've always been into like trying to look after yourself. I'm not a big fan of Grow Gracefully. So I thought to myself, he said, why don't you if I donate some of these, not donate, sorry, wrong word, but if I give you some, gift you some of these machines, open your clinic. I, so I did that. I turfed all my interior design team into another part of the building, opened sculpts. Then I realised the machines weren't quite what I thought, so I did a lot of research, and four years on, we're thriving, I've got an amazing clinic, we're now expanding, we've got an academy, and yeah, that's how I fell into the aesthetic side of things. And then, again, a little bit of a, it was a natural progression, I'm on TV, PR, social media, you get, you know, to do a lot of that, so I thought, started managing myself and my girls. And then brands, and that's how Candy Tree was born. And my husband just keeps saying now, don't go out the house and start another business. Let's just deal with what we've got. <laughs> so bringing that all together then, do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Because everything fell into place, or do you believe in the law of attraction that you were just in the put in these coincidental positions? For example, you walked into that shop. For example, you had that conversation that you were meant to be doing all these different roles in all these different industries. I'm a big believer with anything in life, not just businesses. Um, everything happens for a reason. My mum is my biggest sort of idol, really. If I'm ever down, she's the person that lifts me up. And she always says to me, a problem's there to be solved. If you've got your health, you can solve every problem. And I do believe there's a big part of you make your own luck. I always say this to my girls, give 150%. And if you fail, try again. If you've got your health, and your family and close friends, you've got everything. And, yeah, that's my that's my belief anyway. So then you get married to Ashley, a footballer, and you become what people might call a wag. How did that change for you from the girl that was going to Tesco's, the girl who was an only child? Did your life change that much? Not at all. I'm still the same person that goes to Tesco when I was an only child, the person I am today. Everyone's born the same way and we all die the same way. Whether my husband's a footballer and they call me a wag, it has no relevance to me at all. It doesn't doesn't offend me, it doesn't it doesn't excite me. I am my own person and I'm a big believer in equality and I'm a big believer in everything's fifty fifty, male and female. And I've got we've got four girls and I teach them to be strong women like my mum has taught my mum and dad have taught me. I love that. And your girls, four beautiful girls, uh being an only child, did you want to have that big family or were you thinking actually it just so coincidentally that mean I fancied Ashley a lot and therefore we had a lot of sex and ended up with four kids yeah <laughs> I've wanted a child since I was 12 it wasn't my mum my mum what my saying this um my mum had um stillborn birth so she couldn't have any more children I didn't realize that till I was 16 
she used to say to me, well, I might get another... I used to say, can I have a brother or a sister? She'd say, I'll get another one like you, or you've got four dogs. That was the answer. Uh, so, oh, I've always loved... I don't like my own company. I've always loved a lot of people around me. Like I said, I, the second we got married, I got pregnant on my honeymoon. I was desperate to have children. Even though I'm not being ungrateful, I've got four gorgeous girls that are my life. I wish I'd have had six. I love... I would adopt now. You know, I, I, I love children. So it wasn't a coincidence. Everything I do in my life, I plan. I'm the master of my own destiny, and I think you take control of a situation and you you be the master of your own destiny. I've always thought, I want something. I can, you can get it. So true, so true. And you've got four children. Two are now becoming adults. One is also with a footballer now, and one's getting married. You're growing up, Dawn. Yeah, like, I'm laughing at you saying becoming an adult. Darby's nearly 25, they were 22. Obviously, they've both got partners. Darby's getting married. I'm super proud of my children. Uh, so many people say to me, you're so lucky to have such lovely children. But I always say to everyone, we're not lucky. We're, we've got lovely children because they've been good parents. And it's a lot easier to say to your kids, no, you can't have something, than it is yes and just, you know, or let a housekeeper clean up after them. I'm constantly on to them. And I can honestly say, I've everything I've ever achieved in my life, in business, in person. My children are the biggest, proudest moment for not just me and my husband. They're amazing. They go anywhere they go, people compliment them. They're smart. And they're everything I dreamed my children to be. It's so nice. And it's so nice seeing them on TV, because as you said, for the past 12 series, you've been part of... The Real Housewives of Cheshire, you are one of the only two remaining people on the show who were there since day one. Yeah. How's the show changed for you? It's been amazing. You know, quite funny, actually, looking back on season one, I think, oh, my God, look at my hair, look at my face, look at and how stiff I am on camera. It's been the most amazing experience. We're really fortunate to have an amazing um, production company, Monkey Kingdom. It's like one big family. There's been lots of ups and downs, and I'm not going to sit here for one second and complain because I feel extremely lucky to have been a part of such an amazing journey. I've met some great friends that I'll, I'll take the rest of my life. Um, I've had some difficult moments like anybody else, but you know what? In the scheme of things, there's a lot worse things you can be doing in the world. And, you know, me and you are friends, Johnny. I've met you because of it. I wouldn't be on here today. I've met some, I've probably, one of the biggest things for me that's come from being on the show is, first of all, it's made me, when you're, you're having downtimes, it makes you really, really appreciate the family you have. But actually, I've probably met my closest and dearest friends because I'm on a, I'm on a reality show and I've met, and I'm not talking just people off the show. I've got stylist friends, I've got friends I've met because of the show, and, the, and I feel honestly really humbled and fortunate the fans have been amazing i can't say enough good things about it it's so true and you are the star of the show and obviously we see you arguing a lot but we see a lot of the heart we see the big dinner parties you put on we see how close you are with your family we see what an incredible incredible house that you live in you do sometimes look like you are living the dream yeah, and you know what? I can't say I'm not. And of course, I have the normal stresses that other people have. But you can never take away the fact that I am extremely lucky, and we are extremely lucky. But just going back to Darren Little, one of the things that he said to me, I don't, I haven't probably spoken to Darren in a year and a half, actually, because he lives out in LA now. The one thing he said to me is, Dawn, be yourself and you'll win. 
And sometimes that's not, not always good for me. And my poor family are hiding behind a cushion, embarrassed. Like I get told off constantly off Darby and Taylor, they're like my mum. They keep me in check. But I do, you know, I'm not always everybody's cup of tea, but what you see is what you get. I'm, I'm always being myself, whether that's a good thing or not, I'm not sure. But I, I sort of stood me, stood me well. I've got some amazing fans. The people, people in general have been fantastic. Have you got any regrets of your time on the show? Anything you'd have done differently? Any of the arguments you'd have had differently? Uh, yeah, there's some things where it make I cringe and my toes curl, but I don't think you can have any regrets. I think my mum has always taught me that if you make a mistake, learn by your mistakes, and that's all you can do, because I think having, making mistakes makes you a better person, but as long as you don't make a mistake twice. I've probably made it more than once, to be honest, but I'm quite passionate. I'm very vocal with my hands, so sometimes I can come across looking like I'm more aggressive than I am. <laughs> I'm actually a really big softie and some of the cast members I've known me a long time. Someone could stab me in the head if they said sorry and pulled, I'll, I'll pull the knife out and say, don't worry. I'm not a person that holds on to things. I am very opinionated and a bit gobby, but I would hope the people that know me know that I have got a nice heart. I'm not a bad person. Amazing Dormore Day, Real Housewives of Cheshire continues on ITVB at 9 o'clock on Monday night. Now, if you've liked what you heard, please do rate the podcast, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. And also, don't forget, we are on Instagram. Secure the Insecure podcast on Instagram is where you can find us. We put motivational quotes up every day. You get teasers of the old episodes. There's everything there for you. A whole portfolio of inspiration and positivity to help you get through these horrible times. I've been Johnny Seifert. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.